Hello, and welcome to another day in it. I am your host, Mitra B, and I'm grateful to be here. This is our first official episode of Another Day In It, and I pray that you guys join me on later dates with others. Please excuse me if I make any mistakes. This is my first time. Um, I haven't been the very best at, um, I guess you could say, recording myself because of personal reasons that I have gotten over, but today is the beginning of a new season. So, today's episode is about, um, today's episode is about the children, the children who are our future. Sometimes I don't think people understand how important or how our future is just hanging in the it's just hanging there our our future is in the hands of our children and if you had to trust your children with your future could you have you taught them the things that they need to be able to help you survive It's important that we understand how important the things that we teach our children, how vital the things that we choose to teach our children and expose our children to, and at what age. It's important to know how vital those things are to the health of, to their mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health of their growth processes. Imagine trauma. I don't know if any of you have had any, but I am a witness to say that childhood trauma isn't the easiest thing to grow up with especially when it's taking it's taking uh, years for you to realize exactly what happened to you and once you know who do you talk to about it that's another subject for another day today our kids and their spiritual mental emotional and physical health are at risk because They're being taught so many different things at an early age. This makes them more experienced and this makes them more mature. We so easily expose them to these things and it makes them what in our community some would call grown. And when you call a child grown, understand that more likely most times it's not even their fault that they're as grown as they are. And when we call them grown, once upon a time, grown meant, you know, you acting grown, you can get your butt toe up. Um, a lot of what I'm noticing these days is grown is kids that are just much more mentally um, elevated than their age group. <clears throat> and they're able to keep up with grown, quote unquote, grown folk conversation. And um, a lot of times that comes again from experiences so many different things that they really don't have to um, spare them. Some of us take that as a bragging right. Oh, you have no idea how experienced my daughter is or how mature my daughter is. And she's only such and such age. Well, you're right, I don't. But if she's that experienced at that age, I do worry. Um, And it's not to... It's not to point fingers, and it's not to um, put anybody up, put anybody down. But 
excuse me but um I just noticed that people are careless with their children I'm not here to put anybody down if anything I'm here to get people give people what they need to build them up we all have made mistakes and we all have come up short in some way or another so this is this isn't about blame this is more about recognizing and becoming more aware of what we are teaching our children what we are feeding them emotionally mentally physically spiritually are we teaching them how to feed themselves are we teaching them how to tap into self um I don't know. Accelerated growth and maturity mentally and emotionally, um, you know, can be a good thing because it can also pave the way for financial, quicker financial growth. So I'm not um, necessarily against early maturation. It's about these things that we unknowingly and sometimes knowingly and just don't care expose them to. Um, Understand that there's more than one way to teach them. Children don't just learn by what we say. They learn also by what we do what they see us do so even when you think your kids aren't paying attention more than likely they are even when you think your kids aren't listening more than likely they are and sometimes they aren't but most times a parent can tell if they're in tune if they're present in their kids lives they know certain body languages that can tell them where their kids are at that very moment are they in tune are they present are they really listening to me have their mind drifted off you know especially when certain things like that are normal habits for them like daydreaming um early accelerated maturation and growth can be also a good thing when they're academically where they should be and as far as age and as far as grade levels um there's levels to that as well because some of us don't base our kids knowledge off of what they know from the books they've read at school or from what the teachers have taught them at school some of us know excuse me our kids knowledge based on the things that we are teaching them uh we're not waiting on the school and the the black history programs at the church and nowhere else to teach us teach our kids about their history we ourselves are but what happens when your kid knows um all of the all of the uh, lyrics to Cardi B and no offense to Cardi B because I love me some Cardi but Lord knows I cannot listen to Cardi with my niece and nephews in the car it just doesn't work but <laughs> what happens when your child knows all of Cardi B's and um, Megan Thee Stallion's lyrics and these other hot hip hop artists but academically they're failing academically they're behind um academically they're just best base um i'm sorry they're just basically just barely making it 
what happens then? Is it okay for them to be as smart as they are and as grown as they are to know all of the dances and know all the lyrics to stuff that they don't even know what the man is, man or woman is saying? They don't know <laughs> certain things, but they know the words because they've heard them over and over from being played around them. So what happens? Yeah, we have to be more mindful of those things. Don't brag and be so quick to take on the accolades when, oh, yeah, that's my kid. You know, my kid, this, look at that. My kid could do that dance. My kid, you know, my kid's straight A student. My kid, um, my kid is straight A, I'm bragging. My kid can dance, I'm bragging. My kid, um, can, 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 is, is very, is very, um, Don't brag about how good they are at dancing and talking trash or um, doing certain things that they really shouldn't be doing, but it's funny. And you can take on all the accolades for when they're excelling, but when they're failing, are you still saying, oh yeah, that's my kid. Oh yeah, she might be failing, but she get it from me. You know, because we're we're quick to say when they're achieving, when they're excelling, when they're passing, you know, oh, that's my kid. She gets it from my mama. Oh yeah, she gets it. He gets it from his daddy, you know. But when they fail, when they're failing, when they're coming up short, be, I say, <laughs> in my opinion, be also as... Uh, open to receiving the accolades for that too because more than likely the same way they picked up the good they may have picked up the bad as well and um cancer genetic disease and or genetic resemblance aren't the only things that we can pass down to our kids i pray we all know that uh generational curses as some may call them bad habits um negative and low vibrating energies and uh, thought beha- thought patterns, behaviors, cycles, on um, being unhealed in some, certain areas. All of those things are things that can be easily passed down, and a lot of them passing down, pass those things down unknowingly, not realizing that we are sweeping things under the carpet and thinking that it's just going to go away, and it's really not. Eventually, even if it's the day that you bring your own children to, to this world, and they become adults or teenagers, and they trip over the very thing that you wouldn't take heed to, the very thing that you wouldn't stop and acknowledge long enough to bring some healing to it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, understand that these behaviors and thought patterns and cycles are, are, are carried down and passed down just as well. And we should, this is the reason why we should want to fix ourselves first. Before we bring in the children, before we decide we want to take on anybody else's children, we have to decide. And even if it comes beforehand, we have to decide, okay, if I'm in charge or and I'm responsible for this one and that one, I need to make sure I'm where I need to be to be able to guide this person or young person in the direction they need to go. And that's just being responsible and accountable, if you ask me. Um, Healing. Healing is important. Healing is important to all of us. And if we are unhealed in certain areas, when we bring children into this world, we quickly pass those things down and not even knowing it. 
again thinking these things are just gone away because we're not recognizing them they're not placed on a wall you know we're all can see they're somewhere hidden but they're still there um and we don't just pass these things down to our kids that's another thing we don't just pass these things down to our kids we pass them down to our nieces our nephews our little brothers and little sisters and our neighbor kids sometimes and the any kid or a young person that looks up to you and that you see on the regular and that is influenced by you in some way can be you can easily pass these things on to this child because most times kids are looking for influence and guidance whether they can acknowledge what they're looking for or not as adults we have to know if, if a child or a young person come around this is this is more likely what they need other than that most times uh in the era that i came up in uh children weren't in grown people face that's just something we didn't do we didn't have grown people conversation with children in the midst no and when grown folks had conversations and children just happened to be a mess all they had to do was give you a certain look or tell you one time to get lost and you knew that meant go to your room or you knew that meant okay this conversation ain't meant for us it's a difference <laughs> they don't have to be biologically ours for us to be able to pass things down. The biological attachment means nothing. So let's be more aware of that as well. Let's let the kids be kids. Let's give kids the opportunity to be children. We did it as kids and, oh, I can't wait to be grown. And we got all the memes now these days that's showing how grown that we really don't want to be. And it's the truth to an extent. So, again, don't rush your children to be grown before they have to. Don't rush your kids into taking care of somebody else's kids or even yours. Don't rush your child to be a parent. Just It's one thing to teach them responsibility, but it's another thing to drop all of your responsibilities off on children or allow children to raise themselves. Come on, man. How could you expect them not to go left if they're raising themselves? Where is their guidance? Where is their leadership? Where is the one, the voice of reason that's supposed to teach them in which way they should go? Let's be more aware of, of, of letting our kids be kids. They need that. And it's done in so many different ways. <laughs> it's done in so many different ways. Um, be mindful. Come on, man, y'all. Let's not smoke around the kids. If you know you got a house and you smoke in your house, light a freaking incense, my God. You know what I'm saying? Don't let your kids... I don't know. I can't tell anybody how to deal with their children but there are things set in place to where we can just protect them until we're ready to have certain conversations with them uh converse there should be conversations not um there should be conversations that bring things to their attention not so much as fussing at them or cursing at them all of the time when you see them do something wrong or putting them down. There should be conversation. Okay, let me sit you down and tell you and talk to you about this, that, and the third. And sometimes let's not wait till a child come to us. I, I, I notice about our children that they have at least two or three, I say three to four personalities. Or <laughs> uh, um, 
Well, they got multiple personalities. Yes, I do believe because I think they have a personality they have when they're with their friends. They have one that they have when they're with their parents. They have one that they have when they're with their grandparents. I feel as though there's another that they may have when they're with their cousins or siblings. And you have to be able to doggone their read your children to know when they're not being totally honest or upfront. And that don't mean you have to call them out on every single thing. But I personally feel as though it's a good thing to let them know you do know I see you, right? You do know, you know, I was here first, right? <laughs> you do know some of the things that you do, you're you doing, I've done. So just so they know, and when we're, and again, some of the things you're doing that I've done, that's taking accountability for even if it's something that bad or not so positive that you found out your kid is doing, when you bring it to them, be able to admit to them you're wrong. Be able to admit to them when you have come up short in your life. Hiding the truth from them is not going to protect them. Hiding the truth from them is not going to uh, uh, make sure that they don't see you in a certain light. Being open with them about the truth can possibly save their lives. I'm a witness to that one. Excuse me. It's already evident that times have changed. Babies are coming into this world way more advanced than they usually be. Hairs up, eyes open, with no help to the other adults. When I remember once upon a time at three months, oh, a baby was still um, learning to, uh, at three months old, a baby hadn't really learned to hold his head. At three months old, a baby wasn't rolling over a newborn. At three months old, you couldn't hold a newborn by her arms and let her stand up on her feet and she, you know, she or he head up and looking you dead in your eyes. At once upon a time, babies weren't coming out with their eyes open. But these days, babies are coming out way more advanced than we were. That lets you know that times have changed. That lets you know that we're in some type of accelerated time shift to where our kids are coming into the world more aware and more conscious. All the reason why you couldn't pay me to have my son circumcised. And you can call it what you want. You can say what you want. IDC, IDC, as the young folks say. I don't care. My son won't be circumcised uh, due to a number of reasons. And one of the main reasons, my kids won't be vaccinated either. Again, another subject. <laughs> but one of the things is... um. I, with as with as as with as as advanced as the kids are coming into this world to this day, it um, makes me think that my son could be so smart and accelerated, and and remember that uh, that that ordeal, and I don't know if they do anesthesia. So I, once upon a time I heard they did, once upon a time I heard they didn't, that they didn't need to. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, my son doesn't need it. And again, he doesn't need it. He'll be just fine without it. Plus, daddy agrees, so we're on the same page, you know, to each his own. But 
just to let you know again they're coming in this world so much more advanced as they used to be that again it lets you know that we're definitely time has shifted and changed and we're in a new world with things that are happening that we've never seen before let's be more conscious of that because right now this would be the time to realize how important your role is in your kid's life because it's either you can teach them or the world will teach them right now if you're depending on the school system and the government to raise and teach your children my heart goes out to you if it's a desktop tablet phone laptop etc these are your kids teaching tools or learning tools um i'm not saying that they shouldn't use these things what i'm saying is if this is the only way that your kids are learning anything these days academically historically then um i feel like you're still asleep because with the way times are changing there is no way i will allow these laptops and all these electronic devices be the only way that my kids learn certain things. Even with my kids in school, um, my daughter Paige, she went to school and she learned in school, but she can tell you that when she came home, she had another lesson. We learned things about spirituality. We learned things about her history, uh, the American history. We learned different things uh, about uh, um, emotions, you know, her uh, learning to uh, be spiritually connected is just so many things, levels that we tapped on and we didn't depend on the school or the church to teach her because it's important that she hear it from us first. It's important that we be more mindful and responsible for that because a lot of the stuff, if you pay attention, some parents come home, let's example. Some kids come home with homework from the school about what they're teaching them. And one, it's totally different from the way we were taught. Two, it's uh, confusing. Either we don't remember or we don't know nothing about it. So, and then that was another thing I learned. I remember a lot of the stuff that I learned in school, I didn't even use once I got out of school. And it's not to say that school isn't important. It's just to say that it is. it should not be the only source of learning. The kids, the, the school should not be raising our children. The school should, the teacher should not be afraid of our children. They are disciplined. That's something else that should be taught at home first. Time and space have been set aside for us to be more present and more aware of our kids' lives. What excuse do we have not to be at this very moment? How could you not be, especially with the way things are happening. A lot of us are living in things that we've never experienced before. So it should make you more, um, not afraid, but more on, more on guard about uh, what you expose your children to, what you should be there for them with, and just being more responsible for them as a parent. And I've said this before and I'll say this now. Um, I personally don't think we own our children. I think we are just gateways as women um, and as men to 
bring them into this world and to help guide and teach them. But they don't belong to us. And that's why at some point in their lives, some of them have to leave us. And we sometimes have to leave them. But we can't lay claim to them to the point where you belong to me. You're going to do what I say and you're going to move how I tell you to move. And you're going to go to this school and you're going to take this profession and you're going to do this and you ain't going to do that. That doesn't work, people. I promise you it doesn't work. Let's be more accountable of how we're teaching them and where and when we're teaching them and at what age, should I say. Uh, They are our future. And not only do we need them to be able to lead, but we also need them to be able to follow. We, We need them to be able to be of service to another because that's very important when it comes to purpose. Um... We also need them to be able to make rational and conscious decisions. It's important that we teach our boys how to make a decision. And it's important that we teach our girls how to recognize certain things. And again, make a good decision. Because it's not about right or wrong. It's about making decisions that you can live with ultimately. How to be more accountable. They need to know how to be more accountable for these decisions that they make. Ultimately, again, it's about not right or wrong, but what you can live with. And whatever you choose that you can live with, be accountable for it. Don't blame others. Don't 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 walk around looking for excuses. Be able to hold yourself accountable for where you are and why you are in your life. We need to be able to teach them to love themselves first. My God, if only we knew how important that loving yourself first is. I teach my daughter and I taught my daughter that her first and first, her first and foremost love should be self. If you don't love you the way you're supposed to, baby girl, don't expect nobody else to love you. And that's real. You have to be able to love yourself that way you don't become dependent upon somebody else to give you a certain love that to the point where you need this love in order to feel better about yourself. No ma'am, no ma'am, no ham, no turkey. No, that is not what's happening. You need to be able to feel fulfill your own happiness. I am married and I love my husband, but I do not depend on my husband to make me happy. What he does for me and what he does for me has nothing to do with my happy. He brings happiness into my life. But as far as me being happy alone and by myself, oh, I can do that all day, every day. So I don't depend on him to make me happy. So when certain things are going wrong or when certain things seem down, I can't look at him and say, oh, it's you not making me happy. No, ma'am. What work haven't you done for yourself? It is not his job. He is there to compliment you. And to some, you are there as women to complete them. But again, to each his own. To each his own. Be more open-minded. Our kids need to be more open-minded. Let them ask all the questions that they want. Let them ask all of the questions that they want. Yes, it gets tiring. Yes, it has been aggravating. But let them ask. The more they ask, the more you can see and know where they are. You have to be open-minded and present as well. You have to be where you need to be able to be uh, in a healthy place emotionally, mentally, so that you can recognize yourself and your children. And when you see self coming up, it may be a lesson that you've grown from and you might have the seed that they need 
to be able to grow past this point in their lives. So let's be more open. Let's be more aware. Let's be more present. The children are our future and they need us. More than anything, they need that connection to their higher selves. They need that connection to God's source, the universe. They need that to be able to walk alone in this life because you cannot walk and hold their hand. That is their lifeline. That is the true connect. That is the true plug. (laughs) Teach them how to connect and they will never be lost. Thank you again. This was another day in it. And this is your host, Mitra B. Peace.